the Arsenal Therapy Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Arsenal Therapy Podcast. My name is Farhan, also known as Gunner since 96. And I'm joined here tonight with James Payne. James, what a game. <sighs> what a game, man. What a great game. What a great game. Um I was like nail biting <laughs> stuff, you know, like I was yeah, on the edge know. of my seat for 90 minutes. 95. I that, yeah, I don't know the last time where we've we've had to, you know, we've been on the edge of our seats like that, you know, because normally we're either we've either scored and we're a couple of goals up or we're a couple of goals down. Mm, but mm. that that was just end to end stuff and and fair play to them after after the whole Jacka situation, which we'll get into. Yeah. They 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 dug they, deep. they um they dug deep. That was that was what I was looking for. Thanks. Yeah. They dug deep and they and they um. They held out for the held held out for the draw, and we're going back home on next Thursday. So it's it's quick coming around. Um, yeah, next Thursday, and uh, whoever wins that will be off to the final. So yeah, man, we, we can't lose that though. We can't lose next Thursday after that. There's no way. No. <laughs> if we lose that, then this would have been for nothing. So I I honestly can't see us losing um, come next Thursday because yeah, that performance not. showed me. With 11 men, Liverpool are reduced to absolutely nothing. Um, maybe they hit us on a counter-attack if we have 11 men and we, we're over-committing. But what I saw mm-hmm. today was a Liverpool side who are lost of ideas. They do not okay. know how to play without Salah and Mane. Yeah. There's no creativity. There's no, And do you know what? It, it kind of exposes... Um, clock for the fraud that he actually is because a, a, a manager Ooh, straight away uh, listen Ooh, a manager God. with some oh, acumen right yeah. has a system has some sort of a game plan I didn't see anything mm. today from Klopp I didn't see nothing other than pushing it out wide to Minamino and whoever else it was on the other side um, yeah. and trying to get Man, balls into the box we're already going after Klopp Jesus. oh mate uh, I've been waiting for this game all day today all day I've been waiting patiently I've been mean, sat on that sofa I've been really unproductive because it's been in the back of my mind and it's been kind of eating eating me away um, yeah. especially, you know, going into this game with all the context, with all the build up, you know, the, the, the false positives, all of the, 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 the previous game that we played against Liverpool, the, the, the kind of the little bust up between him and Mikel and just everything, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about the little bust up between him and Mikel last time. <laughs> oh yeah. It was a, it was a great game. Uh, and I'm just really happy that. What could have been a sour situation with the whole Xhaka mm. sending off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has kind of remained. I'm still angry. I'm very, very angry at Xhaka, mm. uh, but it's kind of you know remained the same because nothing's kind of gone wrong. Yeah, you know? um, um, it was a, it was sorry. it was really quite um, nerve wracking at the beginning though because we knew who we were playing up against. I mean, usually yeah. the starting elevens come out. At the same time, when the Premier League, anyway, I don't know why for the League Cup they do it at odd times, but we found out the the, the Liverpool starting eleven quite early on, didn't we? And um, I think it was leaked, wasn't it? Oh, was it leaked? Okay, uh, I think it was. I think someone leaked it or something. Or something because normally they, I don't. Normally they would, oh, I guess, do it in do it along the same time. Mm. But some sometimes you do uh, uh, typically with with Manchester United ones. It seems you they they people know the lineup before. Sometimes yeah. disaster has happened where people know the lineup before the, the game, mm. um, and some sometimes you're allowed to find that out. But I think when if people are um, especially if people are at, like the Emirates, you get like these, uh, and you remember, and you you're you're like pretty high up on the season ticket list, and yeah. you go in the boxes, you get those little pieces of paper with the team sheet on. So of course, okay, people, understand. People do people do know know it before we get it on social media. But yeah, the the Liverpool lineup was a a pretty uh, big. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, no, people were, were made a lot of noise about seeing it, didn't they? Because of what happened before. Mm. <laughs> loads of people were laughing about it on social media because they well, just you can't help but laugh like what else what else do you do how else do you react the the, the guy says that they can't play because <coughs> they they are they have way too many 
positive cases. They then turn up yeah. against Shrewsbury three days later, um, which we which we then learn the case, the positive uh, tests were actually false positives, and only one of them was an actual positive. I mean, you can't write this. You cannot write this. And today we're seeing them with a, a fully fit, strong lineup. You can't go any stronger than that, really. Um, aside from Mane and Salah, Salah that's their strongest lineup. You got. Alexandra Arnold, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson. That's their strongest back four. Alisson in goal. Yep. Henderson, Fabinho and Miller. Uh, Milner, sorry. Am I missing anyone else? Am I missing anyone else from that? Maybe maybe Nabi Kaita. Uh, anyone else who could no, potentially no, have, no. Have, have sat in for Milner or Henderson? I don't think so. No, no, and then no. Yota, Minamino and Firmino. It just confirms. It just confirms to me that Liverpool are not a good footballing side. It confirms to me that they do not have that footballing IQ that's needed in order to win games without your star players. And it actually shows yeah. us how good uh, Sadio Mane and um, Mohamed um, Salah are. So, watching that, they probably watched that game tonight and went, yeah, Liverpool are, are, you know, they're, they're quite bad without us, aren't they? And they're probably just laughing to each other. I'm sure they're well aware. You know, I'm sure they know how good they are and how much their team depends on them. And so, I guess, with, with bearing all that in mind, it makes sense why Salah's asking for so much to stay because they, they ask so much of him. So yeah. maybe he deserves the contract that he's asking for. Um, but in any case, on the flip side, we knew that Arsenal were travelling to Anfield without Emil Smith-Rowe, without Martin Odegaard, um, which was confirmed by Mikel Arteta that they, was it was it both of them that had contracted COVID or? Uh, I think. I know Odegaard uh, definitely did. Uh, Mill Smith-Rowe is just a recovering. Yeah, that's right. Smith-Rowe is, is recovering, yeah. Um, Odegaard con uh, contracted it. And mm -hmm. we, 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 I thought we'd be without Granite Xhaka, but um, at the time, obviously, really happy to see him on the, on the, on the team sheet. But, um, and, and actually, it, it, it was a good thing, you know, regardless of the fact that you, he got a red card. And, you know, going into this game, had I known that he was going to get a red card in that game, I still would have played him. Because mm -hmm. I think it's important for structure and I think it's important for confidence and morale. Um, and Sambi yeah. Lukonga needs somebody senior sat next to him from the very start of the game. Otherwise, it, it it does play on his mind. And actually, you know, he's he, when you watch him play, especially when I watch him in the FA Cup, you can see how young he really is. Um, out, out of all the out of all the senior members, the senior squad players, sorry, he he probably sticks out like a thumb um, for the lack of experience and maybe confidence. Everyone else seems to hide it. You know, if anyone in the squad is lacking in confidence or lacking in um, I don't know experience, they they can hide it really well. But Sambi, for me, you can tell straight away from his face. You know that he he is uncomfortable sitting in such a a crucial position in the pitch. So um, personally, I thought we had a really decent starting lineup aside from Cedric, um, I, I, you know, and Sambi as well. But, you know, you have to kind of take it with a pinch of salt because yeah. we don't have any midfielders. So, um, yeah. None, right now. None, exactly. Yeah. And, not, and then going into the North London derby as well. We, 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 we're without Shaka. Um, <laughs> we've just got Sambi and I am I do not want to see a pivot of Sham, uh, of Sambi and Patino. No, thank you. Maybe we, we go for a, a back five um, just like we did against Liverpool today. And, um, or maybe I, I we get that. Wilshire in. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I, I think, I think on that, on that, I think... Now is that now would be the time because hmm. you, you're the most you've he Mikel Arteta has probably gone he's probably got it like you know when like people have like these plan A plan B plan C he's probably at the bottom of the list at plan C for midfielders hmm. but his hand is going so close to picking that plan B right now it's ridiculous mm. plan C right now so I, I you know I would I would do it I would do it tomorrow 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 just say yeah you can play we'll sign you for a short term contract I don't know man I've got mixed reservations about this play, um, pay as you play contracts so we're only going to pay you when you play games I mean look the problem with the problem with bringing in well there's there's a couple of problems the first problem is bringing in ex-players which I, I've never been a fan of really because once once they're gone um, it's I don't know it's for me it just doesn't unless unless it's someone like, unless it's someone like Thierry Henry look, you know who, and I don't think anyone 
anymore can live up to that kind of stature. But and I understand that Jack Grosh is, is a great player. He 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 lives and breathes Arsenal Football Club. There's another problem that I have is the lack of game time that he's actually got. And I I understand like look you can you can train for as long as you want. You can be fully fit and you know as sharp as anybody. But come game day, that's a different kind of like experience in itself. That's a different kind of sharpness in itself. If you're not match sharp, yeah. and if you don't have that sort of um what's that thing that they've got on FIFA? There's got they've got three different kind of uh, metrics that they max sharpness. Max sharpness and there's uh, there's something else as well. Um morale. Morale and uh, there's one other thing that I can't remember. But anyway, if you don't have all of those things going into a game, then it's a big risk. It is a big, big risk. Now going into the North London derby, you might you might make the ca- you might make a case for him playing in it because it's a North London derby, and so you you really don't need much more motivation to turn up than that. And any no one in that team will know as much as Jack does what it means to play in a North London derby. Um, but on the flip side, you have to look at as well game plan. Is he going to be composed enough to see the game plan through, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. Um, look, we'll talk about the North London derby um, at the end of this, but my thoughts on Jack is that it's, it's a hit and miss. It's a hit or miss. It works. If it works, great. If it doesn't, then, you know, we're we're not going to be really happy. Um, so you would be open to, you'd be open to it then? I'd be open, yeah. I'd be, I'd be open to Jack signing a pay-as-you-play contract and maybe coming off, off the bench or maybe um, someone who plays um, the odd 10, 15 minutes here and there. But I have huge reservations about depending on Jack. Um, because, no, like I, I said, say, but I, I yeah. mean, I wouldn't say depending. I'd just say we need we need somebody to fill because obviously we have Partey back when we have all these players back when they come back from Afcon, so then he wouldn't be needed. Um, hmm. But as we're in the situation without Xhaka now, sorry if you can hear some. Sorry, if you no, 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 no worries, no worries. The vacuum. Uh, okay. We're obviously without Xhaka now, and. For, for, three games because it was straight red so we're we're in trouble when it comes to that department yeah and um uh, maybe the deal now with uh arthur mello will be now accelerated hopefully um, hopefully and we're hearing that I, you know we yeah. are in the kind of finalizing stages yeah. of getting this deal wrapped up it's just Juve that who supposedly needs someone to bring in uh, and that's fair enough I, would, I, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't want i wouldn't want to you know lose a player and then not have a Mm-hmm. have a, a replacement so that's fair enough but if, if we can out, bring I mean we heard today that Aziz has been called back from Portsmouth um, yeah so so he got called I mean earlier today um, who was you it that why? reported he's, he's, he's not playing games I think Chris Wheatley no Arsenal called him back because we need him <laughs> it's as simple as that we, we don't have central midfielders so I imagine that he will be he will, he will be straight in the squad uh, on Sunday um, I, I expect him to be on the bench and maybe come on if need be but he's returned from Portsmouth and he's come straight in and um, yeah I, I commend Arsenal for doing that uh, but on the other hand obviously you got a question what's going on with bringing a central midfielder in why did we let Ainsley Maitland-Niles go if we knew we were going to have a situation like this why uh, well so, plenty of questions I don't, I don't think Mikel would have anticipated Xhaka getting sent off Oh come on, really? <laughs> How can you not anticipate he loves, that? <laughs> he loves Jacka, mate. Yeah, no, I know. He loves Jacka. So at, at any point he'd be like, "No, he's not going to get sent off. He's done it again. He won't. He's assured mm. me he won't get. He's like, oh no, he's assured me he won't get sent off. He won't do it. He won't do it. Yeah. Who knows how much I like him? He won't do it. But you know, it always happens. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I wash. I wash my hands with it. Yeah. It always happens. I was fuming. And, uh, you know, I, I always get like that when Jack gets sent off. I, I don't know if I was fuming. Like, I was really disappointed, but then I just like... Oh, no, it, but it was it was such a clear-cut red card that I couldn't really, you know, argue for him or I couldn't really get mad because the ball's coming over the top. I mean, it's a stupid thing yeah, to do to fling your legs. Regardless of whether yeah. it's a clear-cut red yeah. card or not, yeah, it's too many times. Yeah, but that's the thing though. I I, I expect it now. I expect it. Like yes. I don't expect anything less from Shaka anymore. And even I think Paul Mer- yeah. even Paul Merson, I think at the beginning of the game says, "Oh yeah, uh, just what Jack will get us. Get, yeah, Jack will get the sent off." And yeah, you know, and he just goes and does that, and he, that that won't get the fans on side, Shaka. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get the fans on side, stop doing that. 
Because that's what is, you know, you've just put who had to go off because of that. You got Eddie and Katie who had to go off. Yeah. Who's who's the top scorer in that competition? Who's the top scorer in this competition? Mm. So he could have probably provided a goal scoring threat and score some goals. And you know, you've ruined his night. You've ruined the people that had to come off. You've ruined their night because of your incompetent tackling. You know, maybe I'm going a bit too hard on him, but really, it's it's just stupid. Yeah, um, and yeah, I guess if it was any of our player, if it was if it was Gabriel, if it was even Sambi, if it was anyone else on the pitch, I would have really like absolutely grilled them and you know laid one into them but because it's Shaka I know I know it you know you can't really expect anything less and and I guess it it, it takes it takes um the sting away from that red card because of the performance and uh, everyone else and actually yeah, sure. um you know the physicality of which that we played in and the the tactics deployed by Arteta uh nailed on perfectly um so i mean what was your kind of reaction seeing the start in 11 when it came out um wow well, uh, how okay. did you think arteta was going to uh play this one with with those with those groups of with, those, with that group of players well uh, firstly, if if we go to the opposite, I thought Liverpool were gonna, you know, go a little bit, go a little bit less than they were, because obviously they were making up all these stories about. So I thought, you know, Kelleher was starting goal. You know, it would be kind of a a rotated side, and I thought it would be fair. But obviously, that's not how Klopp likes to do things, and, mm. and he, he completely went for it. He's um, such a fucking fraud, mate. Honestly, I've um, got no respect for the man whatsoever. And you saw it at the end of the end of the game. The final whistle went, and his face he couldn't do anything but smile. Because he, he messed up. This was his opportunity to really, you know. And I think this yeah, is yeah, this he, is their only opportunity to win a trophy this season. I think he he knew what he was doing mm. when when he said about false positives and stuff like that. You know, mm. they they're, they're well trained at this. And when when they what was it? They decided to open up the training ground the day after our day, our game got postponed. They knew they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in regards to our lineup, pretty. I expected Mikel to go strong because what I've noticed about Mikel in these competitions he doesn't mess about whereas mm. you know previous managers Unai Emery Arsene Wenger you know they would have kind of gone with the kids in this like started the kids you know mm. they would have started your the likes of your Aziz's your you know your Patino's but you know Mikel doesn't like to do that yes he likes to have kids on the bench but also he likes to you know start a strong a strong side you know it's Liverpool so mm. It's not just any, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a team that are in League One. It's a team that are in the Premier League. It's a, it's a rivalry. Liverpool versus Arsenal is a, is a, is a historic Arsenal rivalry. And, you know, we've not got one over them for a while. So whenever Mikel knows better than anyone, he's captain this club. He's captained Arsenal versus Liverpool before. Um, so he, he knows what, he knows what it means to go up against Liverpool. So I didn't really expect him to go weak. Or a weak side, um, but obviously we had uh, we've had the problems with Odegaard, Smith Rowe, um, and the midfielder crisis. Mm. But I, I thought I thought the lineup that he chose today dealt with it dealt with it pretty well. Obviously, you have Lukonga, who I haven't seen in a while, start mm. a game. You know, at the beginning of the season, he was starting a load of games. Um, <coughs> but um, yeah, I felt we we dealt with it as much as we could. You know, yeah, we did. We 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 could we couldn't do any we couldn't do any more. Uh, that is the that is probably the strongest lineup we could have uh, picked, given the circumstances that we had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I was I was yeah. fairly happy with that starting eleven. Um, I felt yeah. like you know we were going into this game with one thing in mind, and it's to beat these guys. You know, I really thought that with eleven men, we were going to go all out and we were going to punish them. Um, you know, uh, tactically, offensively, um, we, we were going to, you know, play um, Klopp into our hands. So we got Ramsdale as well. Yeah, yeah. Leno, Leno normally starts those games, but Ramsdale yeah. came straight in. I, I guess that's because uh, he was he played the FA Cup game Leno, Leno so mm. I'm presuming, and we don't really have we ha- you know we have Arthur a Conquo, but we don't really have he's not up to the level. Because I think he played a game in preseason and absolutely 
Adam Mayer. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he hasn't really featured in, in the senior squad yet. Um, so we've just got Leno and Ramsdale for now. Mm. So I guess they have to rotate at some point. Um, but yeah, it was, it's the strongest available lineup I, I felt. And it's, it, says a, it says a lot about uh, Arteta's kind of intentions and his mindset when it comes to these competitions. Like Arsenal need to be there. We need to be competing in every single competition. Um, yeah. And great, look, the perfect response to the shock FA Cup defeat. Um, if only we had turned up against, uh, who was it that we played? Nottingham Forest. Forest. Yeah, the way that we did against Liverpool. And uh, yeah, but um, again, a, a massive, massive mental kind of win for us. Anyway, let's talk about the game itself. Um, yeah. I. Remember the very first kick of the game being played to Ramsdale. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I remember it like really vividly because it's it's it, <coughs> it set the pace and tempo for the first sort of 10, 15 minutes. It showed our intentions and what we wanted to do. Uh, yeah. The first ball was played to Ramsdale. Ramsdale kicks it out really deep into um, Liverpool's half. And I think we, we win a, a throw-in from it. Um, Saka then immediately picks up the ball, drives, tr- tries to drive into the box, but then it, it gets kicked out for a goal kick or a corner. I can't remember. Um, but it was a good. It was a good first kind of opening two minutes, and then it it fell apart a little bit. Um, it seemed like Liverpool. I felt like we're gonna control the tempo of the game, control the pace and maybe slow it down because they knew they were playing up against an Arsenal side who were going to be lacking in the kind of attacking department, being obviously without uh, key central midfielders, Emil Smith-Rowe, Martin Odegaard. Um, if I was Klopp, if I was Klopp, I would have probably thought the same. You know, um, this is an Arsenal side who are without key players. We don't need to worry about them offensively as much. So let's play our game. Let's control it. Let's play it at our own pace. Try and get the ball into their half as quickly as possible and then create opportunities where, when and where um, we find them. And, yeah. you know, credit to them because they did that. But also, I think that they kind of ran away from themselves a little bit. They ran away from that game plan um, and the intensity slowly did increase. Um, And actually to their advantage as well, because, you know, with the slow pace of the game that they were playing at, it kind of almost immediately, the moment that they crossed into deep into our half, um, it changed, it flipped. The ball was being played out wide to Minamino. He was, you know, one-on-one with Cedric, uh, getting involved with Robertson as well. Uh, Not to mention there was um, plenty of work being being played by Henderson and Milner. And then, you know, sooner or later... We saw in the next sort of five ten minutes Van Dyke and Matip playing really deep, trying to you know um, feed the ball between the lines. So sure. um, yeah, it, it was it was quite nerve wracking, um, especially yeah, to see like fizzing balls coming into the box by uh, Robertson on the on the on the on the left hand side. Always a danger. Yeah, always, always a danger, and it, you know it made it even more dangerous with us not having our Japanese, uh, you know, talisman on the right hand, on the le- yeah, on the right hand side. Um, yeah. how, how do you think Cedric done in the first sort of 10 minutes that he was on the pitch um, for? <laughs> see, I don't really mind Cedric. I know mm. that there was a bit of, um, a bit of, you know, people always like to say, Oh, Cedric's starting. We've lost already. Mm. But I quite liked him when he first came to Arsenal. He was, you know, energetic, you know, he scored, on his first appearance against Norwich, if you remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, he's been kind of okay. Uh, but that game, I think he had a... What game was it? It wasn't It wasn't against Nottingham Forest, was it? It was the game before that. I think he had a really bad game against someone. Um, and then he it kind of just went, went downhill. Obviously, he had... He started this game and uh, he, he did all right. I mean, for the first... 
for 10 minutes. minutes no it was literally minutes, I think so. it was was it 10 minutes yeah, I think it was literally 10 minutes and then he, he had to come off and then he got his little um, hip injury I think it was yeah yeah uh, and then had to come off but yeah I think he did okay yeah. um, I think uh, we were we were just we were just trying to uh, to um, I think because um, it was a bit nervy in the beginning I think against Liverpool you just want to try and get through that opening 15 minutes yeah, the 15, first 15, 20 minutes are crucial that you don't concede and you don't, you know, get yourselves too worked if up. You can see, if, you, if you concede, you know, Liverpool, uh, as they said on Sky, Liverpool can blow you away in like 20 minutes. Mm. So, mm. And it almost looked, it looked like it was it was going towards that. I mean, I don't know if you remember like uh, Gabriel crossing it back to um, Ramsdale and it goes out for a yeah. corner. Yeah. There was that. There was also... Um, Oh, that was really it. To be honest, it was it was that there was there was that, and then that. But that enough that that was enough really to to show me that these guys were quite nervous. Um, yeah. But it started to get really physical, and you know, I remember specifically in the first ten minutes, um, Martinelli having a little shove with Van Dyke and running really running into him, and then he kind of you know fell over and um, pretended that he he was hurt. But I I I really wanted to see that. Because yeah. you know, teams too too often teams think we're soft and they can kind of walk all over us. But tonight exactly. we were as physical as you could be, and Liverpool really felt that. And I think it, it shocked them a little bit compared to we need the to, performance that they played last time. I keep saying I I say exactly what you say every single you know it comes up like every few months we go we need to be more physical we need to you know get that. The, the physicality we used to have during the Invincibles. Mm. Like, you know, when Patrick Vieira and Roy Keane were going at it. That, that's the kind of physicality we need back, you know? Yeah, yeah. But don't be characters. afraid to have a... That's what you need. You need characters. You need people. You need players who really, like, they will take the game by the scruff of the neck and they're not afraid of consequences. Um, there are a few exactly. players who are still a little bit afraid to get dirty, you know, down and dirty. But there, exactly. uh, today, tonight, I saw a lot of players who going into this game would have been timid, shy, maybe a little bit reserved, came out of that game like real men, you know, grew up, exactly. like matured. Yep. In a game, <laughs> yeah. in a game, in a game, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I said it, I said um, it on, as uh, I tweeted it out whilst I was watching the game. We will look back at this game at a point where most of these young players will have really um, grown up, and it, it, it will have you know had an impact on on their growth, their their confidence, their maturity. Especially someone like uh, Gabby Martinelli today, who I felt was absolutely incredible ran himself right into the ground and at full he time well. he I dropped saw his face at the end you know i saw like, his oh. i saw his face at like the 65th minute he looked absolutely shattered um yeah. really heavy breathing you could tell that if he was taken off at that moment you know he would have been he would have been happy about it but you know what a performance night, yeah. what a performance um yeah so yeah look uh gabriel um i think after, after the first 10 minutes liverpool well, in 14 minutes, Liverpool have four corners, which really says it all, mm. says everything that you need to know. But they were piss poor on their set pieces today and they were yeah, they were really what, poor with, um, with, with getting the ball into the box because uh, most of the time they didn't have anyone there who was imposing enough to kind of challenge overhead. Um, mm. And the Arsenal boys did brilliantly. I mean, White, who was given man of the match, and I think deservedly so. Um, you had Gabriel, who did an incredible job. Holding came in and did an amazing job as well. Everyone was aerially so superior and so dominant. And I think we've seen that, though, for a long time um, with yeah. these boys. Especially um, the battle four, I think. Yeah. I think this is the most commanding battle four we've had in a mm. long time. Mm. In, in, in the modern era, I don't mean, you know, your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. all defense. I mean, I mean, you know, in modern times, mm, mm. Uh, I think this is the best defense we've had in a long. But somebody that did stick out for me, somebody who I felt like was struggling quite a bit, was Sambi uh, in the opening 20, 25 minutes. I felt like any any time he, he got near the ball, he was giving it away. He wasn't as imposing enough. Um, I feel for young. him a little bit. I do he's feel only, for him. He, yeah, he's only he's only young, so you know. Yeah, yeah, of given, course. Yeah, and given and given given the fact that we have this, you know, midfielder crisis, I'm pretty sure Mikel 
you know, he Mikel didn't say, yeah, go on, go and win us the game. You know, mm. go, and, go and put in a man and max. But he, he would just go, look, I know we, we've got problems right now, but I need you, I need you to, you know, step in and, and, and try and do a job. I don't think he would, you know, I don't think he would like be giving him like goals and go and do this, go and do this, go and score, go and create, you know, I think it would just be, you know what the problem is right now. You know what, you know what we're going through as a team. Yeah. You know, but I need, I need you to, I need you to stand up and be counted, you know, I need you to put in a shift and, um, you know, he's bound to have those problems, you know, he's bound to get, he's bound to get those kind of times on the ball where he's not as sharp as he may, he should be or or vice versa but you know that all comes with growing as a footballer so he'll look back on this on this game and see you know where do I need to improve or yeah I mean look like I said a lot of these players will will have real significant growth and improvements after this game. And I think he's one of them. And he did grow in the, into the game as the game went by, but particularly the first 15, 20 minutes, I felt like he was um, maybe being victimized a little bit and scapegoated um, as the, as the player to target going forward mm. because Liverpool were making it way too easily. You know, they were making it into our half way too easily. And especially, like I said, down the left-hand side, r- running riot with Robertson and Minamino, um, making it a real handful for someone like Chambers who was left kind of uh, to defend that whole zone by himself. Um, I felt a little bit irritated with Bakayo Saka for not maybe dropping in and helping Chambers a lot earlier. Um, but everything changed when the red card happened, didn't it? Um, yeah. That sort of changed the whole, temp- the whole tempo-, tempo of the game, the whole objective of the game. If we weren't trying to defend, which we were, before the red card, we definitely were after it. Um, but it seemed like before the red card anyway, Liverpool were, were, were dominant and um, were really controlling the tempo of the game and um, dictating, uh, you know, how they, how 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 the intense the game was being played. Um, there were there were I think a couple of opportunities. I can't, I don't know if there was a couple of. I, I remember uh, Lacazette having a shot from about thirty yards out. Um, he he got the ball. He turned and then he had a shot for some reason. I think he thought that um, the keeper was off his line, Allison, <laughs> and then he tried to. Yeah, you tried the spectacular. It didn't work out, uh, but we we didn't really cause much before Shaka got sent off, um, which is uh, like a bit of a concern. But you know, do you, you do? Have you seen what's trending right now? No, <laughs> Wilshire is top of my trending list. Really? Um, which is quite fun. Yeah. Um, not on mine. Yeah. Uh, not not on yours. On, no, on mine. He's he, it's Snapchat down, and then it's Wilshire. Um, no, I see. Um, but yeah, um, Shaka's red card. Yeah, let's talk about uh, it. I don't, I don't know. First of all, is Wait. it a, is it a nail nailed on red card? Well, you, well, you can't go do you can't go doing that. Mm. Yeah, Shaq has been in this situation too many times. I like, I like, I, this is this is how fun it is, right? He does these challenges and then he goes, "Yep, yeah, I did it. It's fine. I'll go." He knows. He knows mm. what's happening. He mm. knows. He's not. He, he's not even showing any remorse anymore. He's like, he does a tackle and then goes, "Yep, yeah, I'll go. See you later." You, you can see it. He he holds his hands up and he just yeah. goes. You know, he knows what he's doing. And yes, yeah, it's it's it's, it's reckless, isn't scored. it? They would have scored, and I, you know, you know, you don't want them to score. But I go let him let him score. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he would have scored. Like he would have been, he would have been through on a goal scoring opportunity. And Ramsdale had come out quite deep, so I don't know whether he would have went tried to go around Ramsdale. But there was also, uh, I think Ben White was there as well, um, coming across goal. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I don't. I, I think I think he could have. He could have. <laughs> he could have done something else, you know. He yeah, could have run in behind and maybe tried to put off Yota, but I agree. I think it's a stupid, reckless, reckless red card. And he put his teammates on the line, you know. Uh, he made them work their socks off because of that yeah. stupid challenge. So, yeah, no, I agree. It is a red card, nailed on. Um, almost immediately following the red card, holding comes on. Holding comes on for Eddie and Ketia. At that time, I felt uh, I, I saw Tavaj getting ready as well. I thought Holding and Tavaj would come on together, but he he doesn't he doesn't do that. I'll tell 
decides to only bring on Holding. And then so it's um, Holding, Chambers and White. No, in fact, it's Holding, White and Gabriel playing as centre-backs. And then you've got Chambers out on the right um, and then Tierney on the left. So we're playing with five at the back um, with, I guess, Lakonga in the middle by himself being supported by Lacazette. And then you've got Gabby and um, Saka playing as, as as the fullbacks. And at that point, you know, it's really everyone's backs against the walls. Um, the response after the red card, what did you, What did? how soon did you, I mean, honestly, how soon did you think Liverpool were going to score after that red card? Um, 20 minutes, 10 minutes after? Consid- seem- yeah. Considering they that as soon as as soon as holding comes on, the first kick goes out for a goal kick. Sorry, a yeah. corner. Do you remember that? He, the ball comes into the box, he kicks it, and then it goes out for a corner. I think as soon as anyone gets sent off, whether it's Shaq or anyone else, you're instantly straight away the first ball in. You're you're up against it because mm. that you know, especially when you know you have the walk off. And you have the fans, you know, they were, I think they were singing cheerio, cheerio, cheerio. Yeah, yeah, today. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have all that. You know, you need to be switched on when the ball goes back in play because you don't want to be up against it with, you know, 10 men. Um, so I think I'm always, I'm always, I'm always worried about Liverpool regardless of the fact we've got uh, 10 or 9 men, but uh, down to 10 or 11 men. But um, yeah, I thought they were going to score pretty. I thought that I thought you know Jacques just maybe cost us the game because you know that they'll smell blood right now and they'll they'll go for it. Were you but, surprised at how um, kind of lackluster Liverpool were with yeah, the way that they were up, coming I forward? Up with them. I don't know what's up. Yeah, they they didn't look like them their familiar selves. You know, because you're right. Usually, when a team gets a red card, that's it. You you really go at it, and and actually, the the attitude looked like that's what they were doing with Van Dijk and Matip literally playing on the edge of our box. But for whatever reason, um, and I want to talk about this for a little bit, actually, um, for whatever reason, it didn't, it didn't happen. They were unable to get a single shot on target tonight. That's a shocking stat. That's And we, we, bearing in mind, we had one, we had one shot on target. They had absolutely none. So what was it? Was it a, was it a combination of amazing, brilliant, perfect Arsenal defending and, uh, just Liverpool, you know, really, you know, They're lacking both. in quality in the final I, third. I can just say it was, you know, we you have to you have to defend, you know, regardless of whether you're the, the other team does well or not. I think you have to. So I think we 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 equally did a, a good enough job tonight. Mm. I don't think Liverpool had enough players to had enough players to cause us threats, but they they didn't, and they they were they were. What's the word? They were lackluster in their decision making. I think they were naive, personally. I don't know if if it's because they didn't they didn't have the likes of Mane and you know Salah there. But if that yeah, if they if that's how they play without them, then Mm. Jesus, they're in they're in trouble uh, with the games coming up. But um, I I think they they treated us how we treated Nottingham Forest, (laughs) which is giving us maybe a little bit too much respect, um, thinking that we're down to 10 men, we're going to defend for the remainder of the game. It's okay. We can kind of slowly and sh- but surely rip this Arsenal side apart. Um, and they were in for a shock. But um, I, rem- I vividly remember the last kind of five to seven minutes of the first half being really uh, quite a difficult ending to the to, to that half for Liverpool um we we it seemed like we were braver with the ball going forward Liverpool having to kind of defend um maybe you know play a little bit deeper um and Arsenal just fearlessly committing bodies forward really inspiring stuff uh, especially you know when you think about the context of the game there was no like feeling sorry for ourselves because usually Arsenal capitulate in situations like that where when they're down to 10 men or even when they go into games without key players Arsenal's response the players response to anything bad anything wrong going against us is capitulation I think back to when Arteta first joined in his first season and we were getting red cards left right centre we were losing games because of dodgy refereeing decisions and our heads would drop um this is like complete night and day. So hats off to Mikel Arteta for 
taking us to this, for bringing us to this place. Because I think single-handedly he has changed the mindset, the mentality, the approach to games. All of a sudden, everyone yeah. is playing fearlessly. Everyone is like, it's it, to me, it would have been stupid to try and in the last, you know, five to five to ten minutes of that first half to to start committing bodies forward. But actually, when you look back, when you look at the uh, touchline, you can see Mikel, you know, pointing, directing them to to push forward, to push onwards yeah, when they've always, got the ball. He's he's always, you know, he's always. I, I've never seen the guy sit down. Mm. Um, He's always, you know, been very animated and very, um, you know, he 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 knows what he wants. He wants his team to play a certain way, and he doesn't. He he doesn't. It doesn't matter whether you, whether you know. He always wants you to play that way. He doesn't want you to sit off or, you know, oh, we're not, we're not going to do that today. He always wants you to play in a, a regimented a regimented way, like the same way every single time. You know. Mm. Mm. There's no, there's no, oh yeah, we're just going to sit back. We're just going to, no, we're not going to sit back. We're going to go for it. I know what I want you to do and I'll tell you what I want you to do. You go and do it. Um, yeah, very clear instructions. You could tell and whatever instructions yeah. that he was given, whatever airtime that he was getting on the TV, you could tell it was very clear, very concise and very um, kind of um, firm. Some news, on, some, yeah. some news on Arthur, by the way. Yeah, go on. Uh, Charles Watson uh, Charles Watson just, just tweeted five minutes ago and said Arsenal and Arthur both hoping that his own can be completed quickly uh, Arthur will meet Allegri tomorrow to try and push the deal through mm. so that that seems like it's going to happen and we'll have a midfielder hopefully um, hopefully um, if we can get Arthur in on time then boy the North London derby's set up to be one hell of a game what uh, do you think about that what do you think I think it's a I think it's a very bright signing. I think um yeah. I'll be honest, I'll be honest. Um I haven't seen a great deal of uh Arthur playing, but um the games that I used to watch um Barcelona play where he was where he was playing, um he seems like the type of player that fills in in a position, um, adds to structure and I think right now in Arteta's system, structure is everything. Structure is king. Because if you're able to, you know, discipline yourselves, if you're if you're able to organize yourselves structurally, then the football is kind of it, it comes automatically. So if he's able to come in and he's able to fill in that spot that part A or Shaka plays in, then he's able to allow other players to thrive. And all we need from him really is to pick up the ball and pass it along. And he seems like that's the type of player that he is. So I don't need anyone advanced. I don't need anyone who can pick up the ball, run, look for the open spaces, playing it over the top or between the lines. I need very simple passes because that's what the the middle of the pitch is for. It's to to bridge the gap between the defence and the attack. Picking up the ball from the centre-backs and playing it off to whoever is open. Um, And then being able to make triangles and all of that kind of fancy stuff uh, coming afterwards. So hopefully if we can get him, It'll be great. It'll be great for confidence and, it, you know, experience is everything and he's got a whole lot of that. I feel a lot more better with him there than I do, than I will with um, someone like, um, who did we just bring back from loan? Um, Aziz. Aziz, that's right. Because, you know, with, with with young players, you have the tendency of them losing the ball very cheaply. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, opposition players will feel they can you know, close them down earlier. Whereas if you have someone who is, has the caliber that Arthur has, then psychologically it puts us in a better advantage. Um, You know, playing up against, playing against Spurs for me, isn't, isn't something that I need to worry about with, with, in terms of, you know, competing uh, or having players, you know, closing us down. Aside from Kane, Son and Mora, there's no one else in that squad that really, is is a threat is any sort of any kind of a threat um yeah so yeah uh but anyway just finishing off with that first half um i felt like we i felt like personally going into that second half i felt confident that we would get the job done i don't know why but there's something in me that after i saw that first half the majority of that first half that we played with 10 men i felt like going into the second half we could really um, we could replicate that performance and, and frustrate Liverpool and actually maybe even get a goal. Yeah. Um, I think once you've got past, you know, descending off and you've got to half time, you can go back in, you can settle yourselves. 
yeah, Mikel can go and go and speak to the players, you know, like like face to face again, and go and and really go and organize it again, ready for the ready for the second half. And, and considering we had a player said, "Oh, here we want to go and, and and move some things around and 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 and, and you know organize things a little bit better." Hmm. Um, and then we can go and play, you know, like we can go and play without any problems. And I think we we did that. I don't think um, Liverpool came came were a bit more aggressive, hmm. but I think I don't know what Mikel put in their tee or set at half time, but they remained you know resolute and defended really really well. Hmm. Um, Especially, I, I mean, in in the first ten fifteen minutes of that second half, I was really really surprised to see how. Uh, offensively kind of energetic we were um there was uh the, i think there was a moment when van dyke made made a clumsy mistake uh, in the middle of the pitch lacazette wins the ball feeds it into saka saka for the for the most part of that game offensively was absolutely brilliant um he would pick up the ball he would get into those dangerous areas and you know two or three liverpool shirts wasn't enough to get the ball off him today he looked like prime you know he he looked he i'm crazy for saying this i know but he looked like a, a younger version of Lionel messi with the ball stuck to his feet just nipping it away from everyone and just running in circles and it was so it was so encouraging to see but in in this particular instance when lacazette feeds it into him um i felt i felt like the 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 he should have he should have perhaps taken a shot a little bit earlier, but he he decides to take a few extra touches and he loses it. Um, mm. But in in the first 10, 15 minutes, certainly you know we look like we are causing them a little bit more problem, you know, a few more problems than we were in the first half, and they were struggling. They were struggling to come out. They were struggling to create anything. They there was no creativity. Anfield was quiet. It, it sounded like the Emirates. You had Arsenal fans that were in full voice throughout the most the majority of that game and I thought in the first half maybe it was because the the most most of the football was being played on our half that's why we were you know able to hear them more but in the second half it was the same we just it was it was a continuation of Arsenal fans you know um being the 12th man and uh roaring us on pushing us on um so yeah really happy in for the in the first 10 minutes uh to 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 start the half off really really well um Mm, yeah, I agree. No, I'm just looking at Twitter. Sorry, I've got I've yep. got some news. I've some more news as well. Two bits of news actually. Mm-hmm. That is, it could be really, really exciting and interesting. So you know, uh, Con Marble Hulls, who we actually had on the show a few months ago. Yeah, he does all the transfer stuff as well. Mm-hmm. He said Arsenal have a medical in play. This is just on general Twitter, so I haven't I haven't got any news or in inside. This is just what he's posted on Twitter. He said Arsenal have a medical in place in Turin for mm-hmm. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Was carrying on through this evening. If approved, he will have his medical in, in Italy, so it saves time, I'm guessing. And yeah. then he'll fly. And then, and then this is the this is the this is the tweet that's just been deleted. Okay. So if I want to go back, I have to read it from here. Uh, but it's about Dusan Vahalovic. Dusan. Uh, I don't know how true this is, so please don't quote me. I'll anymore. verify it. I'll verify. It. I'll confirm it for you right now. Uh, yeah, I think it's been deleted. So. Uh, I don't think you'll be able to see it. I'm just going off. Is it this one? Vlahovic wants to join Arsenal. He's made it clear to his agent. No. This is from a WhatsApp group, I think. Okay. So uh, it's from Joe the Gooner. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's he's been pretty okay with transfers. Mm -hmm. He said, everything is now in place. The bid proposal from last week has been considered by Fiorentina and will be accepted this week. Player player, Player and agent know this. Everything that has been proposed by Arsenal through intermediaries is what was requested and fulfilled. This is this is where I like it because he always does this. Mikel, Mikel has personally been having uh, discussions with Duzan and explaining his importance and the project ahead. Feeling from Duzan is he's very enticed. He's very enticed and excited by such a proposition. Reports should start to leak into the mainstream media in a few days, providing all goes to plan. Okay. I'll 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 verify that for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Vlahovic is coming to Arsenal. <laughs> Are you that sure? Yes, I, I I told you, James. I have um, I I, I have an inside source that has verified yeah. everything for me. Um, 
he has uh, he's confirmed that the the bid has been uh, formally made it's been accepted <laughs> Um, all yeah. that all that we need to do now is just tie up some loose ends with the agent fees, and that's it. There you there you go. So you know, thank me later. Um, but I don't know if you're joking or telling the truth here, but uh, okay. I mean, right, I right. mean, look, we'll we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll give it, we'll give Edu- it a couple Eduardo, of days. Eduardo, Eduardo, Eduardo is you know Eduardo. Yeah, of I course. His second name, Eduardo. Yeah. 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 He says H- crucial Hain next or something like that. Is it Hein? Or Hagni, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Hagen. Yeah. He says crucial next 24 to 48 hours in Arsenal's pursuit for Dusan Vahalovic. Fiorentina willing to accept the offer. They are willing to join. The club is still trying to find an agreement with the agent, apparently. Because hmm. apparently the agent has been quite a... Um, yeah, a bit of a prick. Sticking. Yeah. Just a bit. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look, we're going to get him, all right? Everybody just relax, okay? That's incredible, though, isn't it? Vlahovic is at the wheel. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Don't say that, please. I know. I, just, I don't know why I thought Rio when I was saying that. Um, um, but yeah. Uh, Jürgen Klopp's been speaking as well. Well, cunt, honestly. He said, he said, it's strange, even without symptoms, the boys came back and it's not exactly the same. Oh my God. He's proper milking it, isn't it? Oh, what a guy. <laughs> Jürgen Klopp noticed a difference with his players returning to the Liverpool squad. So did I. I noticed a difference. And um, I think it was the fact that they didn't have Mane and Salah. <laughs> that was the difference. Oh, God. Every, sorry. Every tweet is coming around at once today. Yeah. Granit Xhaka has just been on Instagram yeah. and said, I want to apologise. I'm so proud of my team tonight. Yeah. The spirit and the spirit and quite they shown to keep a clean sheet tonight. And then Rob Holden has put underneath a uh, comment saying together with a strong arm and a heart. Mm. Well, at this so, point, we're going to have to just stick together and we're going to have to get through this. You know, I pre- I can appreciate Granite doing what he did, but I think he knew he had to. And um, oh, yeah. How is. many tweets today? Do you, do you want me to read read you these ones? What is the what we what we what we, what we so these at? from these are, I knew I knew after this Liverpool game everything would leak. Hmm. Um, Vahalovic wants to join Arsenal. He's made it clear to his agents. However, Arsenal are having hard negotiations with his agents. They're demanding not just ten percent, ten percent from Arsenal, but ten percent from Florentina. Hmm. Could be messy. However, Dusan Pivot will push move though. Oh, so he could push it through. Listen, mate, I told you this already. The deal's done, right? Give it a week. I know I said a few days, but give it a week. I don't know if I can wait a week, though, man. It's happening. It's it's gonna happen. I didn't realize he was only twenty one. He's twenty one, mate. He's 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 younger than um, he's younger than Eddie Nketiah. I didn't even realize he's twenty one and scored nineteen goddamn goals. Jesus Christ! Yeah, but you know the Premier League is a is is a different league, so you know. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Still exciting. Um, Back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. Let's finish off talking about um the game yeah, itself. Um, that's fine. Um, uh, Jones came on for Milner in the 60th minute, and he did add a little bit of quality uh, going down the right hand side. I think I think it was made clear by Klopp to the boys in the second half, rather than going down the flanks, try and break them down through the middle. And I, I noticed that. I noticed that very quickly. Um, when they were trying to feed balls in between the line and they couldn't because they 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 really couldn't do anything in the first half when they were trying to feed the ball over the top into the box because we were so superior in the box and they didn't have anybody to try and head the ball. I mean, most of their players are quite small. You've got Firmino, who he's okay in the air, but not great. Aside from the uh, centre-backs, you know, you don't really have anybody imposing. And actually the 10 bags aren't that great in the ebb. <laughs> when when you when you look back at the game and see how they were dealt with by the likes of Saka and Nakazette, um again, physically just dominant. So uh, and maybe Klopp has a point. They 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 seemed very, I don't know, sluggish, like almost as if playing at 50% at time. Um but yeah, I noticed in the second half they were trying to play in between the line and it wouldn't work because we were uh, again just so good in the final tackles. Um, and again, you know, massive praise needs to be given to players like Gabriel, 
Holding, White, who are excellent in the middle, who are excellent at tracking player runs, uh, making sure that the balls were cleared out as soon as possible, putting bodies in the line as well. And actually, um, Ramsdale made it a lot easier as well with the way that he was running uh, to catch balls. And, you know, I feel like he just adds a little something at the back. He adds confidence. If, if Leno is there, I'm thinking these boys don't have a chance. But with someone like Ramsdale, there's that added layer of protection, which helps, which helps a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, the rest of the half is really just Liverpool throwing everything at it, Arsenal throwing it back. There are a few occasions where we did get the ball and we did try and attack uh, on the counter-attack with Lacazette and again, Bukayo Saka, but um, nothing really came to it. I, I remember one specific chance where Saka was basically threw one-on-one but because his first touch was horrible he didn't he wasn't able to get the shot away um and then um Allison was managed to smother it but uh yeah after, after the substitutions were made by Liverpool the game did change a bit because you know they, they brought on fresh legs um, Ox came on Brand, not Brandon Williams um sorry that's the wrong player what's the other Williams that plays for um Neko. So Nico, yeah, Nico Williams and Williams. and um, Gomez. Gomez comes on. Uh, Saka's, Saka has to come off because of uh, what seems like, an, I don't know, a tummy injury? He was holding his belly. I don't know what it was. but Yeah, I think it might have been. A- yeah. So he comes off and Tavaj comes on. And at that point, we have, you know, we have so many defensive players, but it's such a good thing because um, defensively we're brilliant. So if we, even if we go into the North London derby and we play Tavaj, White, Tierney, Gabriel holding Chambers. That's six defensive players. We need to win that though. But we need to win that though because yeah. West Ham have gone into the top four. They so. did. They have. They have. They have. They have. For some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like it will be a draw on the weekend. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah, that's just the way I see it. So yeah, um, how nervous were you in the last 10, 15 minutes of that game? Very nervous because everyone was throwing. Everyone was throwing everything at it. Hmm. Um, Liverpool, more specifically. Um, I think Ramsdale, uh, I think Takumi Minamino missed an open goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You missed a sitter and that really summarised it for them. Yeah, and then after that, it was just, (laughs) it was just trying to keep it out of, out of their, you know, try and keep it out of their net. And even Jürgen Klopp was stunned at that, but I think he was stunned at the whole result, to be fair. Um, Yeah. Um, Martinelli yeah, was absolutely I'm, I'm, excellent in that last 10 minutes I'm um, so glad we, we got out with a we, well we didn't get out with a point but we got out with nil-nil we go back next Thursday to our home yeah and hopefully the players back as well the players back hopefully new signings they are in for hopefully one hell of an afternoon or an evening hopefully I should say um, Vlahovic will be there I can confirm joking no I can't can confirm you? that <laughs> No, I can't. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully Arthur is though. Arthur Mello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur, hopefully. Um, but yeah, look, the next game we we we. I saw a tweet by Jamie O'Hara, <laughs> the melt that he is. My God, the one of the worst yeah. pundits. I don't know how t- uh, Talksport give him the ability to. He's also a manager, isn't he? Is he? Okay, I think. Yeah. Really. He's a manager in the National League, yeah. So this is what he said. This is perfect for Spurs now. Arsenal will have to use uh, much more energy to get through this game and a day less recovery. Bring on the weekend. Just astounding. Like Antonio Conte effect. If Spurs think that... I mean, this is this is it, really. That summarizes Spurs to a T. They they rely on they need Arsenal to be fatigued in order in order to have a chance of winning that game. Let's make one thing clear, right? If there's one thing we've learned about Arsenal is that we are not like any other team in the Premier League in the sense that you know the mentality right now is in such a strong, formidable <laughs> place that teams are genuinely shaking in their boots to play us. Spurs and Conte yeah. would have been watching that game questioning what on earth they can do to try and keep us at bay. Because it might have been a defensive performance tonight, but when we've got 11 men on the pitch and when we're playing against Spurs, not Liverpool or City, it's going to be a very, very long afternoon. I'm I'm, I'm very, very confident that Arsenal are going to blow Spurs away. And I know it's an off London derby. This is very funny to speak. Apparently, Mikel was asked about his his depleted squad, about his depleted team ahead of the North London derby. Mm. And he replied with, 
no excuses. It is what it is. And then it put underneath, if only Klopp had as much balls. Who said that? Did he say that? No, he didn't say that. No, 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 no. Oh, no, it's just no. a tweet. Oh, it's just a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just a tweet. Yeah, yeah. But it's true, though. If only Klopp had had that, let's just say it is what it is. Yeah. Go with it. And, but, and that's what I love about Arteta and this current Arsenal squad is that there, there is no excuses. You're paid this amount to do what you need to do, which is go out, put in a performance and try and win. Um, so, you know, against Spurs on Sunday with three days of rest, whatever, it is what it is. I look at this this group of players now and I don't I don't fear. I'm not scared anymore um, because I know yeah. these boys are more than capable to go to Shite Heart Lane, the toilet bowl, and to get a result. Um, because that's it. We've we've proved to ourselves. And look, what what a turnaround! You think back to last year, November, December. You think think about that period, and you know some of the things that we were going through as fans. And twelve months later, where we are, I do genuinely feel like this period is a season defining period for us um, in the short term and in the long term. I feel like we are learning a lot about ourselves and teams are learning a lot about us as well. We're finally being given the respect that we deserve. And like I say, with a few more additions, if we can bring in a few more bodies, we are a force not to be reckoned with. I do yeah. genuinely believe that. So uh, what I tweeted, I retweeted, should I say something? Uh, where is it? from a, a guy that does like transfers. It's not about transfers, it's just general, gen, generally about football. Hmm. And he said, um, Mikel Arteta has done such a great job great job with Arsenal. There are only two or three big signings away from becoming a serious threat. Hmm. So even rival fans are sitting, are sitting up and taking notice right now, which is good. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's been a long time coming. Me and you, James, have been sitting here and have been preaching this for a very long time. Um, yeah. Once upon a time, we were the only ones who were probably singing our t- uh, praises. But this is the project. This is it. You stick yeah. with it. You well, make the right changes. Even when I was on, even when I was on the um, the Red Cannon doing the watch along with Scott's channel, mm-hmm. and people, I, I was very much probably the one or two only. Well, I was probably the main. Because I got I got the nickname of Arteta's son on there for some reason, oh, um, which is quite funny. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, yeah. But I, I I was always preaching Arteta so much that they called me Arteta's son. So they were they made jokes about oh what is your dad said what is your dad said the lineup's going to be this week, you know. <laughs> um, but you know oh, I, I'm not wrong in what I'm not wrong in what I say. I I meant every word of it, and I continue to mean every word on here. Mm. Uh, Mikel, I, I, you know, when he first came in, I said he would be the first one to lead us to a Champions League, mm-hmm. and and now I, <laughs> I'm starting to believe maybe in a few more years, not not necessarily right now, but maybe in a few more years that may become a reality. Mm. Because if we keep playing the way we are, and we get that we get the signings that we need in the next few, if in the next windows, and we get established back in the Champions League with Mikel still here, mm. then we've got a. A right good chance. Yeah, and like I said, uh, it's all about mentality and it's all about having the right attitude. And if Arteta continues to maintain that level of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, discipline. Then I don't care who plays, but if you're playing in Arteta's Arsenal, you know that you have to perform one way. It's it's it's, it's one way. There's no one. There's no other way about it because we've seen what's happened with players who have had other ideas. Tavaz being taken off in the first half, Aubameyang being dropped, Ozil being sold, Mustafi being uh, sold, you know, the list goes on. So, and 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 at one point players, um, fans did might have questioned, you know, is, is he doing the right thing? Does he know what he's doing? Is he going to lose the dressing room? I at one point thought that he was, he was losing the dressing room. Um, but here we are. Today, we're looking at a manager who is proving that he knows what he's doing. He is he is he has got the respect of the players and it seems like the club is in a far better state than it is than it was a year ago we have uh, a director of football who is doing one hell of a job to bring in the right players working hard with the manager the coaching even staff then, even even yeah. that even even edu they were, they were people were moaning about edu a, mm. a few months ago mm. i think your your disrespect needs to be you know you need to apologize because if we get Valhalovic and, and Alpha Mello and you know and we address the areas that Mikel and the team need to address, then 
Up yeah. To if there's one thing that I learned about tonight is that whoever comes into Arsenal will know how to play at Arsenal. Players around the world who are considering Arsenal right now are looking at the squad, thinking to themselves, "Am I able to play at that level?" It's not. It's not any. It's not any other way around. I, there was once upon a time where I would question why players would come to Arsenal because there's nothing that we can offer. But now, players will be questioning themselves because there is a certain level. There is a certain expectation. There is a certain intensity that you need to play at when you're playing at Arsenal Football Club. And I'm so grateful to Mikel for bringing that back because there were, you know, once upon a time we did have that. There was that expectation that you need to play at a certain level. But, and, 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 and it seems like only Arteta knew that level. Everyone else had kind of forgotten about it or, you know, we were being replaced or we, we had downgraded and we were kind of working um, at the same level as a, like a mid-table club. Um, but yeah, it's it's really refreshing to see, to have seen that performance and to have seen the kind of resilience, the determination, the character. Like I said, I'll say it again, going forward, this will be a pivotal moment in time for these young players, for this young squad. Absolutely. Going into games against, you know, your United's big games against Chelsea, big games against City. This will be the game that will def- that'll be the defining moment where those boys turned into men and we are able to challenge and go go offensively, aggressively um, towards winning games. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to be a game where, I mean, yeah, there will be games where, you, you know, we might sit off and we might um, play a little bit more strategically. But now I feel like op- teams will be looking at us and will be preparing to play us in a way where they will have to maybe be a little bit more patient in their build-up and in the way that they um, try to um, score and um, win games. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should leave it there. Um, yep. A brilliant, brilliant night of football for Absolutely. Arsenal. Uh, commiserations to Liverpool fans. No, actually, I don't no, give a shit. I, don't think, so. fans. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you got what you coming. Uh, you got what was coming to you. So uh, enjoy, enjoy it. Um, yeah, we will be back in a few days' time to talk about the North London. Do- oh my don't god! Say, I can't. Don't say it. that. Don't say that too. We've still got games to go against them, and it's still on the I know, I know. So, no, that yeah. I, I, I look. I get it. We there is a second leg, but nothing can take away from that performance. And yeah. I don't see us losing at the Emirates. I really, really don't. Having put in that performance, I think they're going to go into that second leg with more hunger, more desire. <coughs> um, and yeah, hopefully we get into the finals again. Two finals uh, under Mikel Arteta, and Both hopefully another Chelsea, trophy. Yeah, both against Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Absolutely, man. Yeah. See you. Um, uh, see you at the weekend. Yep. See you at the weekend. Um, take care of yourselves, and we'll be back on Sunday for the big one. Thank you. Bye bye. Cheers. Mm-hmm.